Good morning, UECP. Today is the last Sunday of the year. And what a year has it been for the Philippines. COVID is still going on. Then last week, a typhoon hit Cebu, Palawan, CDO, Cagayan de Oro, Siargao, and actually Surigao. You know, these were uh, badly hit areas, no electricity, no telephone, no clean water. Actually, a friend of mine shared to me that there's a place called Kabangkalan. No? Kabangkalan, I don't know where that is, but actually it's a place near Bacolod. It was flooded up to waist level. And my friend also said it was even worse in Surigao because sila yung unang um, bagsak ng super typhoon. So in times when you are in places like this and you are hit by a big storm, by a big typhoon, then you can ask, no, where does my help come from? Where does my help come from? That's my message today found in Psalm 121. Where does my help come from? When you hear the word help, it's usually a cry of the heart. Now, yun yung cry ng heart natin when we are so in despair, when we have nothing to hold on to, we cry out to God. The message today is, God can and He will help us. That's the message. God can and He will help us. In this psalm, we are encouraged to trust God. You see, the confidence of the psalmist is rooted in his vision of God. God, the maker of heaven and earth. We have a God who is never too great to care for us, nor are we ever too small in his eyes. You see, in the superscription of Psalm 121, if you open your Bible, we see there a small title called A Song of Ascents. Now, what does this mean? You know, in the ancient days, the Israelites would travel to Jerusalem, coming all the way from the lowlands of Palestine. And Psalm 121 is a song the pilgrims would sing as they journey to Jerusalem. It's to uplift their spirits as this psalm speaks about God and who He is. The foundation of this scripture is in verse 2, where it says, My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. This statement shows us that God can and He will help us. I don't know what problems uh, you are facing right now as we end 2021, but a promise that we can hold on uh, in times of need is, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. This is a promise that I hope you can keep in your hearts. Psalm 121, verse 1 to 2, it says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. When we feel down and out, when we feel life is going against us, we ask, where does my help come from? And the answer is, our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You know, 2021 has actually also been a tough year for, for me and my family. I got COVID in September. 
My dad got sick. My father-in-law passed away. You see, the dad of uh, Loris, my wife, uh, he was a good dad. He took care of Loris and yung mga siblings niya, no? No? Uh, And when I was courting Loris back then, uh, my father-in-law would uh, drive Loris all the way from Quezon City, Apo, to Taft, Saints Co. And that was his love language, service, you know. And to see him pass away, and to see my wife and uh, yung mga kapatid niya so sad, has really been a tough year for me and my family. You see, in September 13, I also got COVID. You know, yan lang yung mga picture ko, no? hindi, hindi maganda, kasi yan lang meron ako. You know, all the while, when I got COVID, I thought it was mild. You no, know? I, I said, ah, mild lang to. You know, konting ubo, lagnat. Okay? Then suddenly, on September 19, on my seventh day, my oxygen started to drop. And nadagdagan, I had LBM. Then on September 20, when I woke up, my oxygen was 84 na lang. And I texted my wife, sabi ko, Mami, find me a hospital. September was actually the surge of the COVID. And all hospitals were full. And I knew it was going to be a miracle for me to get into a hospital. But you know, when I was gasping for air, all I had was an oxygen tank that was running low already. And despite the oxygen um, in my nose, my, my mababa pa rin yung oxygen ko. No? And I knew this was trouble. Okay? Then, I prayed to God. First, I prayed for my kids. I said, Lord, ako, I'm ready to go to heaven. Okay? I was not afraid to die. But I said, please take care of my children. Now, I have four boys. I said, Lord, take care of them. Let them not get angry at you, you know, if you take me. Then after my prayer, I said another prayer. I said, Lord, if I save you, I will obey you na in all areas of my life. I don't know Then, after two hours, my wife called. Sabi niya, Daddy, nakahalap tayo hospital. Of course, ayaw ko maniwala. No? At first, no? Ganyan, nag-ask na help. Ayaw pa ako maniwala. But no, to make the long story short, I was able to get into hospital. Thanks to a doctor who was able to help me get into that hospital. That September 20, uh, once I got in, they You know, whatever they did to me, after eight days, my fever broke, okay, and I, I still couldn't breathe, but I was so thankful that I was in a hospital with uh, oxygen and with um, meds injected into me, okay. And on September 21, actually, it was my birthday, and it was the first time that I'm spending my birthday in the ER of Lourdes Hospital. My siblings, no, I have two sisters, they texted me, you know, they said they were crying. 
Sabi ko, ba't kayo umiiyak? Sabi nila, because they were so sad that I'm alone in the hospital spending my birthday. No? And I was so touched, no? naiyak din ako kasi yung mga siblings ko, they don't tell me those things naman. But as you can see on the picture, you know, someone sent me a cake, you know, lugaw, and dalawang banana with the note, Happy Birthday. But you know, I didn't eat any of that. You know why? Because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> so I couldn't eat. Yeah, I couldn't eat. My friends, I thank God you know, for the life that I have today. And I know that God still has a purpose For my life. You know, everyone goes through trials. No one is exempted. Whether you're a Christian, you're a Buddhist, you're a Catholic, you're an atheist, we all go through the same things. We all have problems. Being a Christian doesn't mean you get a free card pass from the problems in life. But many times we think if we're Christians, there should be no problems in our life. As we know, last week, a super typhoon also um, hit Puerto Princesa. And may I quote from our pastor there, Pastor Levy from UEC Palawan. He said on his post, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. He has been our rock and fortress, our refuge, solitude, and mighty tower. We have been hit by typhoon, by the typhoon Odette in Puerto Princesa, Palawan. We lost power since Friday, 10 a.m. We lost internet and communication since Friday, 5 p.m. We lost water since Saturday. We lost access to uh, ATMs. We only regained a bit of internet a while ago and only at certain places in the city. We are thankful that we are safe and has been sustained by the Lord these past six days. In times, you know, And that's the end of his quote. My friends, in times like these, we can only lift our eyes to the mountains like the psalmist and ask, where does my help come from? You see, mountain tops in the Bible were often used by God for great things. Remember in Deuteronomy 5 verse 4, Moses and God, the Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountains. That happened on the mountain top. The Lord spoke to Moses. In Luke 9, 28 and 29, Jesus took Peter, John, and James up to the mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became bright. There is something about mountains that is majestic and amazing. And I often ask young people who go on hiking trips, have you ever gone on a hiking trip? Diba? I would ask mga young people, Why do you go on hiking trips? No? And how long does it take? And is it dangerous? Okay? And they would say, Ah, yeah, hindi naman. No? Minsan may isang malaking boulder, boulder there. Kailangan mo lang ikutin. Pero bangil yan, ah, yeah. Pag, If you fall, you die. You know, and I go, Ah, ganun pala yung hiking niyo. You know? So, psycho. So, pag nakaikot kayo dun sa boulder, ano meron pagdating nyo sa taas? Wala aya, tingin ka, tas picture, picture. Tapos, wala na, baba na ulit. Okay? I would jokingly say, why? But 
Now I understand. It's because as human beings, when we look at the creation of God, we are amazed and we're filled with awe. Wow, this is God's creation. The psalmist realized, my help comes from Yahweh, the maker of heaven and earth. And this is the backbone of where we should put our hope, which is in God. And this is what I realized in my COVID journey. If God can help me when nobody could, then that means God is worth trusting in all areas of my life. Again, one thing I realize is if God can help me when nobody could, then God is worth trusting in all areas of my life. I realize if God can save me and help me when nobody could, then God is really all-powerful. In my hospital bed in the ER, when I had no strength to stand, I went to the hospital, I was in a, you know, in a ER, in a bed, Malit lang yung bed, pang ganito lang, no? ganito. Okay? Di ako makagalaw, nakahigala ako. Nakatingin lang sa ceiling. <laughs> di ako makahinga, di ako makatayo. Okay? Di ako makainom water, di ako makasiar. And yes, I was on adult diaper because I could not stand. And I had LBM. So alam mo na, you know, madumi yung diaper ko. Madumi. But you know, on that ER bed, I made a commitment to God because I prayed my prayer and God answered my prayer that He, put, he got me into a hospital. So, so I made a prayer on that ER bed. I said, Lord, starting today, I will obey you in all areas of my life. And one thing about being in the ER bed, you spend a lot of time looking above to God and thanking Him. And all I could do was read some texts from time to time. And some people would text me, and I would literally cry because it is really by God's grace that I was able to get into a hospital. It was really bad. Now, people would call me, Aya, pinipila kita sa hospital. Number 70 ka. Imagine number 70. I was thinking, I'll be dead by then before I get into a hospital. Okay? Today, let's learn in Psalm 121 how God helps us. Let us once again be in awe of God. Verse 3 to 4, God never sleeps. Remember that. It says, He will not, leave your, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. What does it mean when the passage says, God never slumbers? It means God is always watching us. God is always with us. He knows our every pain, our every problem, our every frustration. You know, sometimes I look at our security guards here. You know? They have a tough job. They have 12-hour shift. And they have an important job. They have to keep watch over the church, over the people coming in, over us living here. They are hired to protect and serve the people. But sometimes, as humans, they also get tired and they sleep a little. 
But God is different. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He is watching over us all the time. So what does that mean? It means we can count on God in good times and bad times. Because God can and God will take care of us. The psalmist, psalmist in his long journey okay, to walk all the way to Jerusalem drew strength that he is a God who never slumbers and is keeping watch over him. So how do we apply this in our life today? Sometimes we think the presence of evil, problems, COVID, typhoon means that God is absent. But that's wrong. God never sleeps. He knows what is happening. And we have to accept that God allows things to happen because He is God and He has a reason. He has a bigger picture. A truth to keep today, God is our helper. God never sleeps. So we can run to God anytime because He is watching over us. Second, God protects us in verse 5 to 6. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. You know, um, I grew up taking public transport to college. Okay, I would take jeepney rides, LRT, MRT, tricycle, bus, and long walks. There was always that fear of having your wallet snatched or pickpocketed, di ba? So in my many years of taking the LRT or Jeep, there was one time na napickpocket ako sa may karyedo, on the Jeep. And alam mo, galing nung nagpickpocket sa akin. Kinuha niya wallet ko, kinuha niya yung pera, tapos iniwan niya yung wallet sa tabi ko. Hindi ko alam. Nagulat ako. Okay? But now as I look back, I thank God hindi ko siya nakita. I thank God, you know, um, hindi ko siya nahuli. You know, because for me, that was God protecting me. God's love is like a parent's love for a child. You see, when a child is scared or needs help, the parents or the parent becomes their security blanket. God is our security blanket 24-7 because we have a God who never sleeps, and is always keeping watch over us. You see, in Israel, okay, the big problem there in Israel is they suffer from dehydration or heat stroke because when the summer comes, the temperature is too high, it's too humid, and if you don't drink enough water, you get heat stroke. And that is why the passage says here, God will protect you by being your shade on your right hand. Because of the scorching heat, we need a shade. And that is God who is protecting us. God protects us in the day and at the night. To those who suffer insomnia or people who can't sleep at night or is afraid of the darkness, I know how you feel. No? Sometimes I also cannot sleep at night. Sometimes I feel I have this insomnia at times. I know it's a hard battle every night, and no words can make the night go faster, actually. But a promise that we can keep in our heart is, God is our helper, for He is our protector. Third, 
in verse 7 to 8, God preserves your life or God preserves our life. In verse 7 to 8, it says, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. God preserves our life by keeping us from all harm. If you think about the many ways that we can die, actually there are many ways we can die, and yet we were not harmed and we're still alive. It is because God is preserving our life. Your mission on earth is still not yet finished. That's why you're still alive. God watches over your life, or another word for life here is soul. God cares for you. He cares where we are going after death. You see, death is not the end. We are only strangers or aliens passing through this earth. So do not love the world. Instead, start preparing for the real test, which is heaven. And this is how I exactly, uh, this is how I feel exactly when COVID or when God saved me from COVID. He had preserved my life. You see, September 13 was the peak of COVID. The hospitals were full. I was having a hard time to breathe. I could not stand. You know, I, uh, I had a tank of oxygen that was keeping me alive. And yet, God provided me a hospital out of nowhere. It's a time that God really used to call my attention. Now it's time to listen to Him. It's time to obey and stop running uh, things my own way. And I think that's kind of the human factor in all of us. We want control of our life. But from what I've seen, it's still God's God's direction will always be the best. And that's what I learned from my COVID journey. Stop running my own life and start letting God run my life. God preserved my life and gave me a new lease on life. And that is why in my hospital bed, I decided to obey God. And next year, there will be some changes in my ministry focus. So in times of need, in times of trouble, one thing that all of us can hold on to is God and His promises. So where does our help come from? It comes from God, the maker of heaven and earth. God is our helper. And how does He help us? God never sleeps. He's watching over us 24-7. God protects us by keeping us safe in in the morning and even in the evening. And God preserves our life both now and forevermore. So as we look to 2022, 
let us look forward with hope. Hope in God by trusting Him in all areas of your life. Hope in God because He knows what He is doing. Hope in God because His plans are better than ours. So I challenge all of us to focus next year by doing three things. Renewing our walk with the Lord. Re-evaluating our priorities and responding to God's call. Again, renew your walk with the Lord. How do you do this? You confess your sins. You come back to the Lord. You ask God to forgive you of your sins and He will cleanse you. Re-evaluate your priorities. What are you doing with your life? Are you using it wisely talaga? And third, respond to God's call. Join a life group. Be part of a community. Be involved. Give your heart to Jesus. Again, where does our help come from? It comes from God. God bless everyone.